Hey friend, you're listening to the Coaching with Breathy podcast. My name is Breathy Serene and I'm a business strategist and success coach for online business owners just like you. And what I help them do is master their mindset and simplify their strategy so they can make more money and scale their business and do it in a way that feels good to them. My core philosophy as a business coach is that it's your business and you get to scale it your way. I believe that there's more than one right way of doing business. And on this podcast, I'm going to help you find the best one for you. Every week, I'll share tips, tools, and insights that'll help you build the business and life of your freaking dreams. I can't wait to chat with you in today's episode. So let's go ahead and dive in. Hello, 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 everyone. Happy Wednesday. I hope you are having an amazing Wednesday so far. I am having a good Wednesday, but I'm a little sad right now because I just went grocery shopping actually. And along the way home, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really craving breakfast. I really want a bagel. I want a bacon, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel. That sounds so good right now. And there's a bagel place near me that is my favorite place. It's been there for years, for for almost decades. Um, I definitely believe that this place has been there since I was like under the age of 10. (laughs) I'm approaching 30 right now, right? Um, So it's been there for a while. And unfortunately, it seems like they may have closed their doors because they started limiting their hours. They started limiting the days that they were open. And um, when I just went there to go pick up, the lady at the store next door came out and was talking to me. And she's like, yeah, I don't think they're going to open today or any other day um, because they haven't opened in two weeks. And so that made me a little sad because, number one, it's my favorite bagel place. (laughs) And I really hate it when that happens, when you, like, love a food place because I don't know if anybody else is like this. I'm open to trying anything. I'm open to trying new things. And also... I have my favorites and I love my favorites and I go back to my favorites. I'm one of those customers that like, if I love your way of doing that that dish, I'm gonna continue buying it from you because I just like it, right? So their bagels were my favorite bagels ever and so I'm sad for that. Um, and I'm also sad for them as a small business owner because it's really hard to see other small business owners going through this, the after effects of the 2020 pandemic and, and how everything shut down from that, right? A lot of businesses are still suffering from that. And then on top of that, we have inflation and there's a lot of stuff going on in the financial markets right now. And it's just really tough when you see small businesses have to close their doors as a result of that. And I, I hate seeing it as, as somebody who is a advocate for businesses and for small business owners. And as a business coach, I love seeing people succeed. So It broke my heart a little bit this morning to see that. And I hope that they're not permanently closed. I hope that they just take a hiatus and come back. But uh, yeah, that's how my morning is going. So mostly it's a really great morning, but I was just sad about that. So I hope your morning is going well wherever you are in the world. I wanted to hop on today and chat with you about the this idea of a cash flow problem versus a capacity problem and how to identify which one you might be having in your business. Maybe you're having both, right? And then I want to talk to you about how we can start to solve this problem, whether it's a cash flow problem or a capacity problem. Because if you have um, listened to any of my past episodes before, then you know that I am a big believer that there are 
a few major things that everybody needs at every stage of their business, right? You need to be clear on your priorities, your goals, your, you got to be working on your mental and emotional health kind of thing. Um, you know, personal health, clarity in your thoughts, that kind of thing. You need a clear offer or product that you're selling. You need a clear marketing strategy to connect with people. You need a clear sales process to actually convert people. And you need a back-end way of organizing things so that your business isn't a mess in the back-end, right? So you need all of those things, whether you're starting a business for the first time, whether you're growing it to multiple six figures or beyond six figures, or whether you're at the place where you're ready to scale into the millions and the seven figures, right? It doesn't matter at all stages of your business, you need these things. You need an offer, you need something to sell, you need a way to market it, you need a way to sell it, you need a way to keep things organized, right? However, how exactly you are approaching these different areas of your business is going to change depending on what phase of business you're at right now, right? So that's kind of why I want to talk to you about this idea of cash flow versus capacity because I think it's a really good way, an easy way to kind of do a quick gut check in your own business and see what's going on and what you may be able to change. Um, as always, I'm going through frizzy hair problems. I keep trying to tuck this behind my ear, but it just doesn't want to cooperate. So we'll deal with that <laughs> in the moment as it happens. So before we do that though, as always, hi, I'm Freethi. I'm a business strategist and success coach for online business owners, coaches, consultants, and service providers. And what I help them do is master their mindset, simplify their strategy, and work on some of the other areas of their business behind the scenes as a holistic piece to help them create and grow and scale a profitable online business that they love. I'm a big believer that you get to build your business your way and that growing it your way is what's gonna make you more successful. Growing it in a way that feels good to you, that works for your lifestyle, that works for your dreams and goals, and serves other people in the process is the best way to build a business. So that is more about me and that is what I do. I would love to hear more about you as always. So go ahead and say something down below, say hi, tell me what your favorite color is, tell me what you are eating today or drinking today. I have some chai here with me as always. My Indian self cannot function unless I have chai on a regular basis. So that's more about me. I'd love to hear more about you. Let's talk about capacity versus cash flow. Cash flow versus capacity, right? So there's two really easy ways to think about this. It's not a complicated uh, concept at all, right? So if you have a cash flow problem, what that means is either you straight up don't have any sales at all coming in, you're not making any money at all, you don't have any clients at all, or maybe you're making sales, you have signed clients, you have some cash and money coming into your business, but it's not quite at that place where it's consistent, where every single month your business is bringing in money predictably and pretty reliably, right? Maybe what that looks like for you is for three months, you're fully booked with clients and you're making 5K a month, and then all of a sudden you stop working with those clients and now you're back to 0K, right? $0 a month because you don't have clients anymore. And maybe now you don't have clients for three months and then you sign clients and now you're booked. And so maybe you're going through this kind of feast or famine thing, right? So if you have a cash flow problem, what that means is you're not bringing in cash flow every single month into your business on a reasonably predictable or reliable basis, right? If you have a capacity problem, what that means is maybe very likely you have solid cash flow coming in. You have cash flow coming in on a regular basis. 
But if you're having a capacity problem, what that means now is, okay, we're not worried about the money coming in, but now how do I take on more clients and actually make more money and grow my revenue from here, grow that consistent cash flow without burning myself out, without working myself to death, right? It's a very, very simple, simple, simple concept, right? Cash flow problem, you're worried about money in your business and that is the main problem. You're either not making money at all or you're not making it consistently. If you have a capacity problem, you probably are making money consistently and now you're trying to figure out how do I add to my cash flow without burning myself out, right? How do I increase my capacity so that I can increase my cash flow? So those are the two problems, right? Very, very quickly in a nutshell. And like I said, if how do I identify if you have this problem? I think it should be pretty self-explanatory. I think really the question is, you have to ask yourself, am I making consistent money in my business or not? If the answer is no, you very likely have a cash flow problem, right? If the answer is yes, I am, then the next thing is, okay, how am I feeling about capacity? Can I take on 20, 10, 20, 30, whatever extra clients right now? And you might say, no, I can't because there are not enough hours in the day for me to work with that many clients. Okay, so then you have a capacity problem, right? Because you are making consistent money, but now you're stuck where you are. You can't grow any further because you do not have the capacity to grow further and take on more clients, right? So why is this relevant? Well, I find a lot of the time we focus on the wrong things to solve the wrong problem. And this is where a lot of my clients get stuck. And this is why, shameless plug, it's very helpful to work with a business coach, right? So sometimes what I'll see is my clients come to me and they're having a cash flow problem. They're having a sales client, uh, a sales and money problem, right? Assigning clients problem except what they're doing is solving for a capacity problem. They're solving for, okay, how do I make my offer better? How do I expand my offer suite and have offers for everybody at every tiers? Okay, how do I have the most diverse marketing strategy ever and be on six different platforms, right? They're trying to jump ahead of the staircase of entrepreneurship, I guess you could call it, right? When the reality is that none of the things that they're doing are going to be helpful for their phase. When you have a cash flow problem, when you have not yet mastered consistent sales in your business, consistent revenue coming in, consistent income for you after taxes and all of that, right? Hopefully some sort of profit. When you haven't yet mastered having that cash flow, then you really don't need to be focusing on diversifying things and adding things and making things more complicated, right? What we need to be focused on is making things way more simple. At the beginning of your business, when you have that cash flow problem, you don't need to focus on selling three different offers and making sure you're targeting everybody in your audience, right? No matter what stage they're in. Your focus should be on picking one, maybe two main people that you can help and figuring out the main message slash messages, right? Or offer that's going to work for them. When you have a cash flow problem, we have to focus on building, first of all, offer validation. Do you even know if people want to buy what you are selling, right? Building offer validation is super key because if your offer isn't validated, if you're not selling it, then maybe the reason is because nobody actually wants to buy it. It's not something that is helpful to your audience, right? So you have to validate your offer and know, are there is there actually a market for this? Are people actually gonna buy? Then you have to build offer awareness. What that means is, do people know for sure how to work with you, at least one way, right? So I'll give you an example of as a coach. If you're a life coach, let's say, you have to, and you're having a cash flow problem, you have to ask yourself, okay, 
do I have people who are coming in my DMs or commenting on my posts or whatever who are very clear that I can help them in a coaching program, that I work with clients one-on-one, right? Do people know how to work with you? Whether it's in one-on-one, whether it's an online course, do you have offer awareness for what you are trying to sell? The reason this is so important is because if we don't take the time to build offer awareness, what I often see people doing is they'll sell one offer for a month and then they don't get any bites and then they switch and start selling a second offer. And then they do that for a month and they don't get any bites and then they switch and they sell a third offer, right? So they're hopping around from all of these offers. Now, there's nothing wrong with selling multiple things at a time. I don't, I think that's actually going to be more beneficial for you as you grow your business. However, if you don't have consistent cash flow, if you have a cash flow problem, there's a really good chance that you don't have offer awareness built with your audience. Maybe you're hopping around offers, right? The thing is that people need to consistently see something before they are willing to buy it. That may take two weeks, it may take two months, it may take two years, right? And that's not to say that you have to keep selling one thing and can never sell anything else for two years, but it's really important that we give it a couple of months, 90 days, right? 90 days to 180 days, three to six months of really consistently selling that one or two things, those one or two things to make sure that we have built offer awareness so that people know immediately like, oh yeah, for sure, Preeti is the go-to person if you want a business coach for this thing or if you wanna work with one-on-one or whatever, right? When you know, it's kind of like at your favorite restaurant, if they, um, if they, I'm trying to think of like an example of a, a really good restaurant. Um, okay, let's say a Pizza Hut. I love pizza and I love Pizza Hut. <laughs> I know it's not the, the most bougie pizza place ever, but I love it. It's a childhood place of mine. Okay, so Pizza Hut, right? Let's say Pizza Hut decided that they were going to sell a brand new type of pizza, like a, um, a garam masala chicken, <laughs> chicken tandoor pizza of some kind, right? That would actually probably be really delicious. But let's say Pizza Hut wanted to sell an Indian pizza, an Indian style pizza. And then they decide to put it up for sale on their website for a week. And maybe they promote it a little bit in store. Whenever you go to pick up a pizza, they tell you, hey, by the way, we have this new thing that you can try, right? And they try it for two weeks and then nobody really orders it. And then they shelve it, right? Now, Pizza Hut didn't really give that offer a chance to sell because what if, like I'm a Pizza Hut customer, right? I'd say I order from them on a reasonably regular basis, maybe not like often, but every couple months I'm like, ooh, I want pizza, let's go. So maybe I didn't see it as a customer who's not on their website every freaking day, maybe I didn't see this offer. I didn't have the time for it to get in front of my eyes. But if they had just continued advertising this pizza for another four weeks, if they had given it six weeks instead of two, maybe by that time I would have been like, oh, I want a pizza. And then I would have gone to their website and I would have seen this tandoori chicken garam masala pizza and I would have been like, oh my God, I want to order it, right? I know that's a really silly example. Um, By the way, Pizza Hut, I don't expect you to be listening to this podcast, but if you are, (laughs) that is a great idea, garam masala pizza. Um, so the thing is that offer awareness is really important for that reason, right? We have to make sure that people are even aware of your offer for the first place. When you are constantly hopping around from offer to offer to offer, when you're launching something different every month, you're not really giving people the chance to see that one offer first and really get to know it first, right? So when you're having a cash flow problem, you want to focus on building offer awareness. 
And in your marketing and your sales strategy, we want to keep things really, really simple, right? We're, we want to focus on maybe one or two social platforms maximum, or if you're doing an email list, you know, maybe focus on the email list. We're not trying to focus on email list, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, uh, Facebook group, paid ads. Like, we're not trying to do all that when you have a cash flow problem, right? Because here's the thing that people don't tell you about advertising. I know this as an ex-copywriter and social media manager and somebody who did a lot of work consulting with companies on their ads. The thing with advertising is it takes time to work, number one. But number two, it works better when you already have an engaged audience. So if you right now are brand new and you don't have an engaged audience and you're gonna drop $1,000 a month on ads, can you see a return in ad spend? Of course you can. It's totally possible if you have a good marketing campaign and you're good at copywriting and you're good at setting up the ads that you can get some return on your ad spend. But is it also true that that $1,000 is gonna get you more ROI on your ad spend if you already had an engaged audience? Yes, of course, right? That's the thing that most people don't tell you. So here's the thing, can we focus on 17 different marketing channels at the beginning of your business? Of course we can, but is that gonna be the best thing for you? Probably not, because you don't even have an engaged audience to begin with, right? We have to focus on building one audience that's really engaged, that's, in, that's um, commenting on our stuff, interacting with us, sending us DMs, booking free calls, signing up for our email list, doing all those things. We want to focus on building that one really hot, ready audience first on those one to two platforms or marketing channels before we start adding multiple things, right? And it's really the same thing with your offer. Like I said, if you're hopping around constantly in what you're selling, you're not giving people a chance to actually see it and see that one offer because by the time they, they may ha have the chance to see that one thing you're selling, you're already off and selling the next thing, right? So it's really similar in your marketing strategy. We want to give it time to grow. We don't want to be building an audience on Instagram for a month and then hopping off and building an audience on TikTok, right? or half-assing building an audience on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and Pinterest at the same time, right? That's why I usually don't recommend more than one to two marketing channels at a time if you are in this phase where you're having a cash flow problem because again, you're just distracting yourself. You're, you're trying to make it more complicated when the reality is it's very simple. In the phase where you're having a cash flow problem, you gotta first of all be clear on your goals. You have to have one to two, is my recommendation, offers that you're selling. Be really freaking clear on the message and one to two marketing channels that you're going to actually use to connect with people. And then you have to have a super simple sales process and way of managing your to-do list, right? It doesn't need to be more complicated than that. Your goal, if you have a cash flow problem, is doing things to get more cash flow, right? That means going out there and marketing your business. That means selling your offer, pitching to people in content or in the DMs or et cetera, right? In a cash flow problem, your focus should not be on branding. Your focus should not be on getting a website built. Your focus should not be on writing the perfect copy for this sales page or getting this learning about Pinterest, right? Those are all distractions from your problem. The problem that you're having is cash flow into your business. The way that you solve that is by focusing on the activities that are going to help you create that cash, right? And that is building offer awareness, having a simple marketing strategy that you can execute consistently, consistently, and making sales, pitching your offer, talking about what you're selling all the time, right? Now, 
If you have a capacity problem, this is going to be slightly different for you. Do you still have to have an offer to sell? Of course you do. But if you have a capacity problem, what that could look like is let's say you are, again, a life coach, we'll use that example, and you can only handle five clients at a time. Let's even say 10. Let's say you can handle 10 clients at a time, 10 client hours every single week, um, 10 calls every single week, and then behind the scenes client work, right? So what might be happening is maybe you're in the place where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm either fully booked out with one-on-one clients or I'm not booked out yet, but I'm getting there. I'm very quickly approaching being booked out. Now I want to create more revenue in my business but I don't know how to do it without taking on more hours for me, right? If you have a one-on-one model right now, it's impossible for you to take on more one-on-one work without you being there to do the one-on-one, right? And you don't have that many hours in the week, like you don't have a million hours in the week that you can take on a bunch of clients, right? So you're at capacity. You're hitting a capacity problem. You're hitting an upper limit problem, right? So now we have to look at diversifying our offer suites because at this point you have offer awareness built, right? You have offer validation and you have offer awareness built. Clearly people know what you're selling because they're buying it, right? Because you have people coming into the door, you have consistent clients, you have consistent cash flow. So we don't have to focus on offer awareness, but now we need to focus on offer diversity. So this is where we think about, okay, Do I want to continue selling one-on-one and find a way to do it that's scalable, which there are ways to do it that are scalable, or maybe do I want to introduce a new offer? Maybe you decide, okay, I'm going to take on a maximum of 10 one-on-one clients. I'm going to work with those clients. And while I'm working with those clients, I'm also going to start selling a one-on-one course because that will add me, allow me to start stacking income aside from my one-on-one, right? So now I can be bringing in more revenue in the business, but I'm not adding more hours to my weekly schedule, right? Or maybe you decide, okay, I'm only gonna take on five one-on-one clients because that's all I can handle. However, I can handle five group calls every single week too. So maybe that's five groups of five. Let's say you wanna keep them small, right? 25 people cool, now I can take on 25 people without adding 25 more hours to my schedule, right? So that's what we want to start looking at when you have a capacity problem. We're much more focused on diversifying our products and our offers to create more revenue without adding on more time, right? We also want to look at diversifying our marketing channels, right? If you've gotten to this place where you are making sales consistently, you have consistent cash flow, maybe you're at capacity or you're approaching it, right? Then you probably have a marketing channel that's working really well for you. In fact, you do. It's guaranteed you have a marketing channel that's working well for you, right? So now we have to look at, okay, how do I make that channel better? Like if Instagram is where all of your clients are coming from, how do we make it better? How do we make it an even more efficient marketing channel, right? Maybe that's switching up how we're doing content or how often or what types of content we're doing. Maybe it's switching up how we're engaging with people. Maybe it's running paid ads on the platform, right? There's no right or wrong answer, but it's how do we make what we're already doing better and more efficient? And then how do we add something on top of this without burning ourselves to the ground, without stressing ourselves out, right? So that we can reach more people. Because when you have a capacity problem, 
here's what can happen, right? Like I said, in the offer, first of all, you're literally hitting an upper limit with your offer where you can't take on more people because of the way that your offer is structured. That's where having more offers or changing your current offer a little bit is helpful. But what can happen with your marketing channels as well is that we have to start looking at how capacity can affect our marketing channels, right? So let's say all your clients right now are coming from Instagram and maybe you still have a good number of people on Instagram who haven't seen you before, who haven't found you before, but eventually you might start getting to the place if you never focus on growing your Instagram channel. If your focus is on maintaining it, then you are going to limit your income because to a degree, right, we want to focus on renewals, we want to focus on referrals, we want to focus on all the things that we can do to create more income and revenue with a smaller audience, right? But what's also true is that when you're approaching a capacity problem, sometimes your audience, you may be outgrowing your audience. And what I mean by that is maybe now you might hit a place where on Instagram you only have like a thousand people but you've gotten to know those thousand people really well. A lot of them have decided to work with you and now nobody else is really buying from this audience because it's the same audience, right? So we wanna be adding people to our audience as well. This is where diversifying our marketing channels is important because it allows us to diversify our reach, how many people we're actually getting in front of, how many new people we're adding to our audience, right? We wanna be doing both. We wanna be adding new people to our audience and continuing to nurture the ones who are already there, right? At the very beginning of your business, you're focused on adding people to your audience, but you're a lot more focused on doing the nurturing part, right? What I'm saying here is as a capacity problem, yes, you're still focused on both, but you're really focused on just maintaining nurturing your audience and you're actually focused on going out there and adding more people, right? Now, again, both are relevant you because if you go out and add more people to your audience but you're not engaging with them and you're not nurturing them and they're not transitioning into an engaged audience it doesn't matter how many people you add to your audience right so we have to be aware of that too but that's what we want to do in our marketing we don't want to hit a marketing capacity problem we want to be able to reach more people and do that in a really effective way right and so that's where we can start saying okay i already have one marketing channel maybe i can add two maybe i can add one more right or maybe you already have two okay i can add one more i'm ready for three right i recommend doing this one at a time don't jump from just facebook to facebook and instagram and TikTok and pinterest right add one at a time give it 90 days see how it's working see if you're getting results do it for another 90 days and then consider adding on something else when you're ready right but we have to diversify our marketing as well now in terms of sales what we want to do here is we want to focus on conversions. At the beginning of your business with the cash flow problem, you're focused on converting basically new people, right? As the majority of your people are brand new, they're new clients, they haven't worked with you before. So your conversion piece is very focused on new clients. So when we're in that place where we're hitting a capacity problem, we do wanna focus on converting new clients, right? Because hello, if we add more people to our marketing channels, if we add our audience or grow to our audience with more marketing channels, hopefully we're able to convert more of those people as well. So we do wanna still focus on new conversions, but when you're having a capacity problem, you wanna focus really, really hard on referrals and renewals. And this is something that not many people talk about, but it's one of the easiest ways to keep your business going without having to continually add more people to your audience and focus on a lot of heavy conversions, right? 
if you're at capacity and then you like you're booked with 10 clients and then all of those 10 clients leave you and now you have to find another 10 clients that's a different situation that you have to deal with versus if you had 10 clients and then maybe seven of them renew and now you only have to have three more clients to stay at capacity but then you can still look at growing beyond it right so we want to focus on new conversions yes but we want to focus on renewals and referrals because the less people we have to continually add on the better right when you get to that place in capacity you want to maintain that capacity so that you maintain that cash flow does that make sense so literally like like i said if you have 10 clients right now yes you may want to grow beyond to you know more clients more more income months but we want to at least try to maintain those 10 clients first right because it's not helpful if we're trying to work with 10 clients and grow our to more to take on more clients but now all of those 10 clients leave right that's going to create more stress for you when you create recurring revenue in your business when you're able to get really good at renewals and really good at referrals you have less stress as a business owner because you know my baseline revenue is there it's going to stay the same roughly right because revenue changes a little bit every every month depending on your business model so we want to try to maintain that capacity at the very minimum, maintain that cash flow coming in, and then start adding to it, right? So that's why we focus on renewals and referrals. So I don't think I had anything else really to say to you. I know I blabbed for a little bit. Um, I hope, and we kind of got into a lot of technical things in today's live video. I hope that it was helpful for you. But ultimately, like I said, if you have a cash flow problem, you probably don't have consistent cash or clients coming in. You're probably struggling with sales, right? And your focus should be on building offer awareness with one to two things, focusing on a simple marketing strategy and getting conversions, right? With a simple sales process. If you have a capacity problem, that means you're bringing in the cash flow, but now you're approaching an upper limit where you can't take on more people, you can't make more sales without adding more time to your schedule, and you have a limited number of time to, to add, right? and you don't want to get burnt out. So the way that you solve for a capacity problem is you have to start looking at how you can adjust or diversify your offer suite to include more products, to um, capture those people in a way that works for you, right, and honors your capacity. You have to look at your marketing channels and how to diversify those and increase capacity there. And you also have to look at your sales process and maybe not necessarily increasing capacity, but also maintaining capacity and maintaining that cash flow. So focusing on conversions, but also focusing on renewals and referrals, right? So that is ultimately it. I hope this was helpful for you. Um, I hope this helps you kind of conceptualize your business in a different way and think about it in a way of like, oh yeah, here's what's actually going on and here's what I do, right? Like I said, I, I tend to notice that people don't solve the right problem and they're trying to jump two steps ahead. Or so if they have a cash flow problem, they're trying to solve for capacity by diversifying things and adding more offers and adding more marketing. Or if they have a capacity problem, they're still stuck trying to solve the cash flow problem because they're still focusing on that one offer or that one marketing method or that one sales method, right? So we don't want to do that. We want to solve the right problem for our business 
and make sure that we find the solutions that work for us. So that is everything I had to say to you in today's live. I hope that that made sense and was not super duper technical for you. If you have any questions, as always, though, hop into my DMs and let's chat. As always, if you are somebody who is making money in your business right now, a little bit even, it doesn't have to be consistent, you're either having a cash flow problem or you're having a capacity problem and you wanna figure out, okay, what is actually going on to keep me stuck? and how do I fix it? If you want help knowing what specifically to do for your business so that you can remove the bottleneck and start bringing in more sales, then go ahead and click the link down below in the comments or go to my website, www.briefyserene.co and go ahead and book a free business bottleneck audit with me. So in this call, we're gonna dive deep in your business, we're gonna look at your goals, we're gonna look at your desires and what you want, we're gonna look at where you are now, and together we're gonna to figure out exactly what your bottleneck is, and we're also gonna talk about what you can do to remove it so you can make more sales. So go ahead and do that. I'm gonna go drink the rest of my chai and enjoy the rest of my day. I hope you do the same, and I will chat with you likely tomorrow. Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Coaching with Preeti podcast. If you liked what you heard in today's show and you feel like you know that other people would get value from it, I would absolutely love it if you would share the show on social media, share it with all of your business owner friends, and I would also love it if you would go ahead and write a review, whether you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, so that other people know that it's a show that they want to tune into. And I also want to give you a quick reminder, which is that if you right now are making money in your business and signing clients and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you and I need to have a conversation. We may be the perfect fit to work together one-on-one as coach and client. So in order to see how we vibe, I would love it if you would click the link in the show notes and go to my website, www.breathyserene.co and go ahead and book a complimentary coaching call with me where we can talk all about your business, get clear on your goals, get clear on what challenges you currently have, and figure out your roadmap to success together. So go ahead and do that. And I'm so grateful you listened to today's episode, and I can't wait to see you in the next one.